Medtronic Technologies impacted more than 72 million people in the last year, equating to two people every second. Harnessing the power of technology to take healthcare further, each technology has unique benefits designed to serve patients. The goal of this program is to get closer to the patient and delve into the challenges and impact of each technology in practice. This is the Medtronic MedEd learning experience. The SonarMed airway monitoring system should not be used as the sole basis for diagnosis or therapy and is intended only as an adjunct in patient assessment. Medtronic's medical education programs are offered to provide attendees education on FDA-cleared indications and use of our products when applicable. The contents and conclusions of the following program are solely those of the speakers unless otherwise cited. The speakers are responsible for all content and any necessary permissions. The speakers receive funding from Covidian LP, a Medtronic company, for this speaking engagement. For this segment of the series, a discussion on unplanned extubation in the NICU. How can technology provide a solution? To help answer this question is Nikki Davidson, a master's level trained nurse who works at a level four NICU in a dual capacity role at the bedside and in quality assurance and process improvement. Neonates have increased risk factors um, for unplanned extubations. Uh, they have shorter tracheas. Um, NICUs have less routine sedation practices. Um, they spend longer on event due to lung immaturity. And we practice family-centered care, which supports and promotes the practice of kangaroo care, which can be a cause of unintentional extubation. Therefore, because these infants are predisposed, unplanned extubation occurs as frequently as 14 to 41% of mechanically ventilated neonates during their NICU stay. Infants who have had an unplanned extubation have increased hospital costs. Uh, we know they're spending about a week longer on the vent, um, 10 days increased length of stay and nearly $50,000 more um, in increased hospital cost. Um, in addition to that, they have worse clinical outcomes, right? They are being re-intubated. Um, they can suffer cardiovascular collapse or subglottic stenosis. And lastly, infants with at least one prior unplanned extubation have an increased risk of repeat extubation, which makes sense if you think about it, right? Um, they spend longer time on the vent, they have a longer length of stay, they have more opportunity. It's a vicious cycle. All right, let's move on. Here are the limitations of our current practices and technologies. We know the standardized unplanned extubation prevention bundles are effective at decreasing the rate of unplanned extubations. However, as we saw with Klugman's 2020 um, research, they plateau above the benchmark goal of less than one per 100 um, vent days. Current methods of assessing ET tube location are flawed and temporal. Um, X-rays depend on a consistent positioning, um, uh, image to image, uh, standardized anatomical markings can still be subjective. Um, you know, where I think the ET tube tip is 6.5 at the gum, you may think it's 6.6, um, and that can vary across providers. Um, additionally, um, in terms of x-rays, um, ex you know, exposure to radiation, um, and then the other part that's kind of unique to x-rays is that they are instantaneously accurate, but it's, it's temporal. So minutes to hours um, after that image has been taken, it may no longer be accurate. Uh, 
the, if you're using colorimetric CO2 detectors or capnography, um, both are great at trying to give you feedback in terms of whether or not an infant has likely extubated, um, but they're inherently secondary indicators, meaning that the extubation would have already taken place and brain would have already been at risk of ischemic damage before they're gonna give you a positive um, finding. The dope mnemonic is a great troubleshooting tool but ultimately, again, not a prevention measure. Um, the tool only works after an infant has already decompensated. Furthermore, uh, with regard to current technologies for securement, adhesive technologies uh, can loosen over time um, with saliva or other oral secretions and utilization can be complicated by the skin integrity issues um, you would see with a premature infant meaning the ways in which we use tape in the NICU can be very restrictive um, and it's a very careful practice. Um, we also know the success of commercially available securement devices will be dependent upon achieving the proper fit. So for larger infants or infants who are in between sizes, this may ultimately prove uh, to be a tricky endeavor. To recap, our current methods of assessing ET tube location are temporal and subjective. Our troubleshooting devices, um, such as colorimetric CO2 detectors, capnography, or the dope mnemonic are secondary assessments after an initial insult has already occurred. And our adhesive and securement devices are not fail-proof to saliva, secretions, or a poor fit. So, Let's take a moment to think outside the box and look not just at improving what currently exists, but what other solutions may be available in the wider world of technology. So I researched what technological solutions exist to assess the ET tube location in real time. Truly, there is a dearth of real-time feedback technologies. What I was able to find was a sonar-based technology the technology is a small hollow sensor that sits at the end of the ET tube. It's hollow, meaning the inline suction can pass through. Um, and it works by measuring acoustic waves, which as it turns out are not just for underwater navigation. This means that it can give real-time feedback regarding any unexpected movements in the ET tube away from baseline. So effectively it can tell me, did my ET tube creep up, creep down, and by how much? Can you imagine how much less stressful for nurses, parents, RT, kangaroo care would be if you knew the ET tube would self-report whenever it or the baby were being naughty? So much less guilt, so much less anxiety for parents and nurses. Uh, this is a picture of the monitor. <clears throat> uh, looking at the monitor now, I can see that the ET tube is at baseline, that's that green 0.0, but I can see that it is showing me the tube itself is 45% obstructed at about the middle of the tube. Um, this device is described as an adjunct therapy, which means it's a feedback loop. It uses acoustic waves to continually monitor the relative location and degree of obstruction of the ET tube. By measuring those acoustic waves, the device can tell you changes in depth, i.e. ET tube movements up or down, which you may have expected given its name. What you may not have expected is that in addition to alerting you to any unexpected ET tube movements, 
the device can also alert you to the location and degree of any sudden or accumulating obstructions. Then after you do a pass with your inline suction, it can tell you how well you suctioned those blockages out. So let's come full circle and let's revisit the dope mnemonic again in light of this sonar technology. <clears throat> D for displacement. With sonar med, not only would I know if I were displaced, but I would know how much I were displaced and in what direction. What's more, assuming my Wheaties baby didn't execute one swift yank, um, I may be able to prevent an unplanned extubation if I can safely resecure my ET tube with my RT when I hear the alarm go off that my ET tube is creeping away. O for obstruction. Again, this technology can show me where in the tube I'm obstructed and by how much, 50%, 80%, 100%, I hope not, um, but it can also be a feedback loop regarding the quality of my suction. So essentially I would be able to see if I'm less obstructed with every pass of my inline suction. Effectively, this technology addresses the first two acronyms of the DOPE mnemonic and it does it in real time which can be very important if you think about the critical role that every second plays in the maintenance of an advanced airway to prevent hypoxic or ischemic events um, for the brain and all the dependent organs. Please tune in next week for a new segment from this series wherever you find your podcasts. This is the Medtronic MedEd Learning Experience. Thank you for listening.